Welcome back, Norfolk enjoyers, both local and from afar. I'm Steph. And I'm Andrew. And we are here in episode two of our season two of the Norfolk and Good podcast, all about Norfolk summer. Yes, it is. The summer in Norfolk. <laughs> well, it's getting there. It's a bit well, cold at the moment, actually, to be honest. I don't know. I was out on the bike this morning, doing warm? the school run. I was sweating. Well, I, th- I think the weather out there at the moment is definitely um, uh, supports the idea you should not shed any clouts until May is out. Mm, yes. It's, it's too, it's too, I did go fairly wrapped up. You are up, wearing, though. I can count, at least three layers that I can see. <laughs> and I have my coat on. <laughs> And my hat and my mask. So you've had four la- four layers and yes. you were biking and you wonder why you were so hot. <laughs> anyway, we digress. So episode two, um, so last week's episode was all about some uh, very huge dinosaur visitors that are Ooh. coming to the streets of Norwich and Norfolk this summer. It was, yes, yeah. And um, we had some really good feedback, mostly people excited. Of course. That the dinosaurs are coming. Yes, who wouldn't be? Well, I know. I'm very excited. Very excited, actually. I can't wait for it to get on the trail. If you're not excited about dinosaurs, are you even living? (laughs) Really? (laughs) (laughs) Um, And then uh, we had some feedback. Some people were really glad that Dippy was hanging around until the sort of late summer, early autumn. So they're they're, they're coming for a later sort of holiday. Um, I know one of our avid listeners and fans, Sarah Louise, said that she was really glad. So they may get a chance to see it when they come over to Norfolk in the autumn. That's good. Um, and some of our farther afield listeners, um, particularly Lee in Texas. Ooh, I know. Texas. Formerly UK, now stateside. Mm. Um, she was very sad because she would have loved to have seen Dippy in Norwich Cathedral. Well, Lee, well, we will send you lots and lots of lovely pictures. Plenty of pictures. Yeah, we will share lots yeah. of pictures when Dippy comes. What are we going to talk about in today's episode, Andrew? Food. Food <laughs> and food. <laughs> Back to food, my favourite subject. Not, but not just any old food. Summery food. Summery food and eating outside. Alfresco. Yes. Dining. Yes. Indeed, which yes. is extremely topical at the moment because it really is the only kind of eating out you can do. Yeah. At yeah. the moment. At the moment. Yeah. Come the summer, all being well, um, crossing everything, we may well be able to eat inside again. But then, when it's really hot, who would want to? I know. Why I know. would you want to? Yeah. You know, you don't get the views, you don't get the fresh air. And yep. obviously, I understand that for venues that don't have outside seating, it's not such a great thing. So yeah. that is why indoor dining yeah. will be brilliant when it comes back. And yeah. So if, everybody can open up. And, exactly. Yeah. And also with the British weather being what it is, it can be lovely one minute and then tipping it down. And then the alfresco vibe, probably not so much. Yeah, it's a, it's a little bit dampened. But if you're well protected, <laughs> if you're well protected... That you can cope fine. with the cold, I think. Yeah. You, can get, you can dine outside, as we've discussed in previous episodes. You can dine outside if it's cold. Yeah. But I think I, don't, I think I'd draw the line at it chucking it down, to be honest, <laughs> unless you had a roof type thing over you or well, something yeah. protective. Yeah. And some places have, which is great. They've they've they've, they've really gone all out. Mm-hmm. Places that have got an outside area. Yeah. Have really worked hard, haven't they? To, they have. Yeah. To, to make maximise sure, that. Yeah, yeah. To make sure people can enjoy themselves um, in all. Yeah. In all weathers. Yeah, Particularly the British summer because it is lovely to treat yourself out to a to, to a meal out, be it um you know just a yeah. sandwich or a, a huge celebratory meal with family and friends. Just because yeah. um you don't have to cook it, you don't have to wash it. It's just something different. It's just it's variety good. is the spice of life. Yeah, and you, and you know me, I, I do like food, <laughs> and and <Yeah>. actually, <laughs> and actually, I do really like eating outside. I do actually, yeah. Um, you know, I get you get to you you get to 
experience everything that's going on around you. It's it's multi is, sort of it stimulates all the senses. Yeah, does it? And and especially in places like the coast. Yeah, where you have the the sort of sea air and the the noises of the I was going to say seagulls, but sometimes that can lead to bad experiences. Yeah, <laughs> yeah you got to uh, watch that. But uh, perhaps the waves lapping—that's a better yeah. example of a, a sea sound that's good. <laughs> um, or a picnic in a kind of foresty environment, something like that. Yeah. It sort of stimulates all your senses. It's multi-di- multi-dimensional. It's re- yeah, it's, re- it's really good. I, I like um, sitting in places in the city. Yeah, just yeah. watching watching people yeah. go by. Yeah, even a really yeah. small kind of like an urban courtyard. Yeah, um, you know, just thinking about places we've eaten in Norwich, Tofurai, just sitting oh, outside yeah. there. Oh, I think it was in their previous yeah, yeah. location in Pottergate. I'm not sure they've got any outside yeah. seating where they are now, but they had just a couple of tables. And there, but there were other places like that. Um, oh, wait, cafe, which used to be cafe, north. Oh, north was Mer- nice. Was that yeah. courtyard? Yes. Yeah. yeah now that was really nice. Merchant House. house is it? Yeah. Yeah. Um, and also Café Pure on St George's Street. Oh, yeah. Just They've got a little there, bit yeah. out there. They haven't been open for a while. Hopefully they'll be open again. But that yeah. was lovely. And you could just sit, because it's quite it's pedestrianised, isn't it? Yeah. Opposite the playhouse. And so you can sit there. And like you say, you can just watch the world go by, which is really nice. Really nice. Really nice. And you get to look at all the buildings as well, which are, people which are watching. fabulous. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely fabulous. Yeah. But then, like, when we go out for days out and things like that, and we take a picnic, mm, like yeah. you said, just sitting in, the, sitting in a country park or... Or, or in the woods. Yeah, I think Just picnicking is a really British thing to do as well. Yeah. <laughs> it really is. If you, I've got so many vivid memories of picnicking on the beach, sandy sandwiches, <laughs> which yeah, I don't actually was... particularly enjoy. <laughs> but also, we do tend to have lots of picnics out and about, and um, particularly yeah, when we go to places like Holt Country Park and, yeah. and Sheringham Park and that kind of thing. And it's quite nice to sort of intersperse bringing your own food with buying a little bit out. A little bit, yeah. yeah. Buying a little bit out. Um, mainly we tend to sometimes um, get a bit before we set off on a walk. Yes, yeah, don't yeah. We? And then we have our sandwiches. I just like the continual level of food that is on offer. <laughs> Sure in the really, backpack i'm not basically. sure you're painting a really good picture of our outings i don't like to be anywhere without a bit of food you know <laughs> oh dear straight out of the bear grills book of survival <laughs> oh yeah well he would actually hunt it down i like it to be in my backpack actually that's where i prefer it to be indeed where have we eaten where have we eaten our fresco in norfolk recently andrew Oh, oh yes mm-hmm. yes um the street food mm-hmm. monday's street food at the fox at link yes starting up again didn't yeah. it yeah yeah that was really fabulous. popular uh, it was actually wasn't yeah, it yeah, yeah yeah i couldn't believe it when we when we turned up very popular indeed yeah so the fox at ling is uh, the sister pub to the lodge griddle and grill at north tubman north tubman yeah which is also a fabulous place to eat yeah. out and they've got a garden and that sort of thing as well so you can dine our fresco there but um on a monday the kitchen at the fox is closed but yes. they invite other businesses in to um offer their street food so the night we went along was fat ted street food um, which i think yeah we're big fans of fat ted's and um and the waffle i don't know the waffle wagon the waffle wagon the waffle wagon wagon, which i have to say we haven't had before but the waffles were epic they looked really amazing (laughs) actually only the kids had one and that was because they were moaning so much because they had to wait for their (laughs) their fat ted's to be cooked and um, we were saving ourselves (laughs) and they shared one and it was huge and amazing and it had all sorts of chocolatey sauce and fruit it looked looked really good good. yeah Yeah, really really good definitely um but yeah so street food mondays was very busy one thing i would say is we drove um obviously 
it's a little bit outside Norwich and um, parking was very tricky. So you need to think about that. Yeah. Um, but it is well worth going and have a look um, uh, on the Get there website. Early. Get yeah, because I think it starts at five yeah, on a Monday, yeah. doesn't it? It's every Monday yeah. going through to write, it's like September and they have someone different every week. So what it is, is a really good opportunity to try different food types. Yeah. And on a Monday, yeah. you can take it and eat it in the Fox Garden. Yep, yeah, and get a get a drink from the Fox. Absolutely, yeah. yeah. So it's a really nice example of um, really kind of um, cooperative alfresco dining, trying yeah. lots of different food. It's like almost like a sort of mini kind of food festival isn't it every monday it must be great if you're a resident of the uh, of if ling. you live near ling or it's in walking distance My if goodness. you can walk to the fox it must be brilliant my move there actually <laughs> just really food. yeah yeah it's really nice so it's a lovely way to start the week a real treat yeah. on a monday night um to do that so we yeah so we got some fat deads um we Wait. took it and sat on the edge of a, a rapeseed field yeah a rapeseed field we? yeah we we, we, we drove beautiful. off a bit and parked up and uh, yeah. yeah had it there so it's very 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 alfresco indeed very very yeah, nice very nice yeah, yeah. That, so that was a good one yes yeah yeah, yeah. very good I, enjoy, I enjoyed that and um, we'll look forward to going back actually fish and chips that's another fantastic alfresco dish. Yeah, perfect. That you have to factor into any Norfolk summer, I believe. Yeah, yeah, and you, yeah, and um, sitting on the quay, or um, yeah, yeah, sitting on the quay at Wells, or um, uh, we've had oh, we've had McCroma. Yeah, um, and Yarmouth. There is a brilliant. Um, oh, yeah. There yeah. is a fantastic fish and chip shop at Yarmouth, just a little way back from the front, actually, there isn't is. there? Which yeah. is really, really nice. But I think fish and chips by the sea, yeah. quintessential Norfolk summer experience. It's really, it's really, yeah. Can't perfect. be decent. Yeah. Perfect. And um, yeah, there's a couple of um, yeah nice places. Will's Place in East Runton. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Very yeah. nice indeed. And um, obviously you've got um, further along over at Fornham, Eric's. Eric's Fish and Chips at the Yeah. yeah. Yeah, another place to get outdoor food mm-hmm. um, and obviously see a variety of other people mm-hmm. as well. Yeah. And we went to recently was um, a farmer's market. Oh, yes, yeah. Over farmer's at market. Creek Abbey. Yes, yeah, yeah. yeah. Very popular the, farmer's market. I think it's, it's the first Saturday of every month. I think they've started up up again. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah, we, we popped along, didn't we? Um, uh, mainly to pick up some cake. <laughs> From the yeah. Welly Boot Bakery stall. Yes, yeah, we'd ordered an Easter cake from yes, them, hadn't we? <laughs> that was very nice. Um, but, um, yeah, and there's plenty of food stores there. And yeah. I think we ended up, uh, we got some, oh, some bacon sandwiches. Yeah. Well, the boys got the bacon sandwiches uh, and I got wild boar sausage um, from this, um, mm. from, yeah, yeah, from from a stall Local holder companies, there. companies, Norfolk companies. And yeah. I got... Um, a samosary thing, which was really delicious, did, and yeah. also some cake, <laughs> oh, which was lovely. You've got to have, you've got to have dessert. Yeah, well, have dessert. exactly. Yeah, no, that's great. I think farmers markets and food festivals as well. In a normal kind of year, there are yeah. a couple of really good food festivals around that we've been to. So there's normally one at Holcombe, isn't there? Yeah, um, North Norfolk Food Festival, I think. Yeah, so, yeah. Um, and we actually at Holcombe there. We also had their they had their. Was well, it they were food in the park or yeah. something like that. They did that last summer, so maybe yeah. they'll do that this summer. And again, yeah, that was good. we enjoyed some fat Ted street food. <laughs> they we get did. everywhere, fat Ted. <laughs> yeah, um, it is very good. And well, so. what they are, yeah, I mean, we should probably explain the sort of food you get them. So basically, they do sort of it's sort of burgers and that kind of thing, dirty fries, which are basically. Um, chips with uh really loaded with toppings yeah so it's really so it's sort of like a take on nachos with chili on top but it's fries yeah but but ni- nice property we like fries. the halloumi one don't you yeah fries with the halloumi on there's top. a salad as well with, yeah Delicious. halloumi and guacamole and all that yeah. kind of thing so um and yeah, we just said that, that in the surrounds of holcomb and yeah we? it was lovely yeah, yeah. really nice it's yeah. really really good so um that's another 
good places to look at if you enjoy i mean i think the good thing about our fresco dining is uh if you enjoy being outside yeah and obviously we know that's sort of a good thing to do in current times if you enjoy food if you enjoy trying a mix of food as well yeah. so you know a, a talking about me here aren't thing, you <laughs> then it's i think that that is really really nice um and it means you can enjoy the kind of environs the norfolk yeah. air the norfolk scenery yeah. uh, there's nothing really there's nothing to beat so it's fabulous shall we have a little look at some suggestions from our listeners Sounds good. They've always yeah. good suggestions, aren't they? They do indeed, yeah. Um, our extra eyes, ears, and in this case, tummies. Yeah. <laughs> so, in, in Norfolk. <laughs> indeed. So we asked our, our Instagram audience um, their favourite places to dine al fresco in Norfolk. And um, Jezza Kutner said Drove Orchards. Ah, yeah, of course. Favourite yes, of ours. Of course, a favourite of ours, yes, yes. Got Eric's Fish and Chips there. Yeah. It's over in Thornham. Yeah. The, the other, the sort of far, well, the west side of the coast. Yes. The west side of the North Norfolk coast. Yeah. <laughs> Don't start sense. all that again. You'll be back to East and West Runton now, won't you? <laughs> Crikey. Anyway, yes, it's over over that way towards Hunstanton. Yes, that's, um, that's what I was saying. Yeah, it's per- it's perfect. Uh, you've got Eric's Fish and Chips. Discussed lovely Many fish and times, chips. Many times, yeah. Um, big fans. Um, but also, you've got Eric's Pizza there as well. Yes, and yeah. He's, um, and I noticed recently he's done so, a lot of changes He's doing a lot of changes there, ready for um, uh, ready for reopening the, the restaurant for inside. Ready for the dine. summer. Well, yes, <laughs> yes. So he's got he's changed. He's to sort out a pizza takeaway. Yeah, they're separate from the actual restaurant. Yeah, which is great. So you'll be able to yeah. dine in, and there's a whole little other area which has got hatches and a small counter. Yeah, and they've got a new pizza oven in there and they everything, have. haven't they? Yeah. and it's to yeah. sort of stop the problem you might have where people are queuing for a pizza in the restaurant. Yes. So if you're purely coming to take it away yeah. and go and eat it on the beach or something like that, which is a wonderful yeah. thing to do, um, then you can get them from you'll be able to get them from the takeaway bit. Or if yeah. you want to dine in the yurt, yes. which is a fantastic indoor That's dining place. Be- yeah, beautiful yeah, in there. Then you can do that yeah. and and never the twain shall meet. I know. I know I, I thought he'd just introduce another pizza oven just for you. <laughs> I wish. Because you eat so, <laughs> we eat so much pizza. I am a big pizza fan. I won't deny it. I won't deny it. Anyway, so but looking forward to looking forward to getting over there again. Obviously, definitely. Yeah, yeah. yeah. We yeah. but we had a, we tried Eric P- Eric's pizzas before Christmas, didn't we? Yeah. Um, and then we all got locked down, and um, we yeah, haven't been able so to get back get, since. But soon, get back there. Definitely. Yeah, Drove I, um, I, I don't need much of an excuse to go and try pizza. To be honest with you, <laughs> I'll travel miles for a month. <laughs> yeah. I love a pizza. It's the perfect food, if you ask me. Yeah, really perfect alfresco food. It's just the perfect food. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, Brambles Norfolk says Rockies. Um, oh, now, Rockies. I'm assuming sh- they mean um, Rocky Bottoms, perhaps, which someone else mentioned as well. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, Mr. Mr. Mills also said Rocky Bottoms. Uh, somewhere we haven't we haven't actually tried Rocky Bottoms, have we? I'd actually like to try that. We're we're actually going to be near there when we, we uh, for are. our little little summer break glamping. Yes, so we might try that yeah, out. Big actually. on seafood. The main reason yeah. we haven't been really, I suppose, is because I'm veggie, so it's not. Yeah, but I'm sure they have veggie so. options. Yeah. yeah. Um, uh, P S or oh, P Smith N W one says the Brizey Bell. Oh yeah, yeah, you know yeah, that yeah, a bit, don't yeah you? I do. Yeah, I, I think I've been there a couple of times. Yeah. Um, Hood4733 says Tab Nabs Mattershall. No, I do not know Tab Nabs, so we'll have to look that one no. up. In Mattershall. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Um, Amy Dane says the Fur and Feather in uh, Wood Bastwick, which is ah, the, yeah. the Woodford's Tap, isn't it? Yeah, the Woodford's so, Tap, right next to the brewery. Yeah, there. really nice, actually. It's got yeah. a lovely outdoor area. It's sort of 
broad stroke rural. Yeah. Really nice place. And obviously they've got all the Woodford's juice on tap. Oh, yes. Yes, very nice indeed. And you've got a shop there. And a field full of cows, I remember. It's lovely. It's so really you get to nice. just yeah. look at them while you're having a drink. And they've got some fantastic food on offer. Um, and presumably you can dine al fresco. Um, yeah. One of the things they do, which I'm not sure if it's on at the moment, but what I really liked about the, the Woodford Sap is um, the gentleman's afternoon tea, uh, which yeah. is a slight tweak yeah. on the old traditional afternoon tea. It's got beers instead of tea Ooh. and some more savoury stuff, okay. if I remember. It's really Ooh, nice. Roll, to be honest with you, it doesn't really have to be for gentlemen, but um, it's just a nice twist. Yeah. You know, it's slightly masculinized, okay. I suppose. Okay. So, so yeah, yeah. So you got those. Um, uh, Laura Maurice says, natural surroundings near Holt. Oh, it's been a while We have we not been there. to natural surroundings for over, probably oh. over 10 years. Yeah. So we yeah, must yeah. check that out again, actually. Yeah, it's that, quite was a really, that was really nice, actually, wasn't it? Yeah. Because you could sit there in the little cafe there, I think. You could watch the bird feeders and the birds. I honestly and, yeah. can't even remember going. It's been so yeah. long. Um, uh, Acorn Antoinette says Hayden Tea Rooms. Oh, oh yes. Call. We That's love Hayden good, Tea yeah. Rooms. Yeah. Wow, that was good. Reminder. Yeah, Yeah, we haven't been again, Hayden. So it's this fabulous little self-contained village, um, about what nine nine to ten miles outside Norwich, something like that, perhaps a bit fifteen. Yeah. Um there's one road in, one road out. It's one of the isn't it one of the only privately owned villages still in existence? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. And sort of like the the most recent building was built well over a hundred years ago or something like that. It's got it's amazing. It's in the grounds and owned by Hayden Hall. Yeah. Um fascinating history. Anyway, there's this amazing tea rooms there, which if it is now open or it's still 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 sort of form it's very very traditional yeah. um they do amazing cakes and scones and um sit sitting out, outside being sit out the village green yeah, yeah which is fabulous yeah. so i think there's a few other lovely bits in there now obviously there's a pub as well there is a so, pub yeah um but um it, it's well worth just visiting it is. Hayden. hayden is lovely yeah, yeah, yeah the tea really room's nice. open <laughs> perfect andrew's literally rubbing his hands <laughs> with me. um and finally claire uh menzi says in the dunes on holcomb beach uh, Ah, yeah. Again, al fresco, um, but sort of low level. You could take your own picnic or you could grab a takeaway at one of the sort of nearby places. There's lots of eateries around Holcomb, isn't there? So you could easily pick something up and take it. You don't have to make it yourself if if you're holidaying or you can't be bothered to make sandwiches and that kind of thing. Fair enough. Um, Then you could um, buy something and take it out, which is is really nice. Going to sit in the dunes. Yeah, sitting on the beach. Having a nice picnic. Yeah. A little bubbly as well. It sounds a little, little, something sparkly as well would be nice. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Fabulous. And um, two people who know lots about our fresco dining are um, Rob and Fran from the White Horse in Brancaster State. Lots about food in general. Well, yes, they do. Yes, (laughs) seafood as well. Mm. Um, But we're going to talk to them now. Fabulous. Uh, so today on this episode of our podcast, um, we're joined by Rob Williamson, the uh, general manager, and Fran Hartshorn, uh, the head chef at the White Horse in Brancaster, Steve. Hello, Rob and Fran. Hi. Hiya. Hiya. How's things? Yeah, good. Yeah, good. It's um, back to reality this <laughs> week. The sun is shining down there, yeah? Yeah, it's lovely. Yeah, nice to get back into the flower things. So, yeah, good. I expect so. Fabulous. Excellent. Well, just starting with you, Frank, can you tell us a little bit um, more about yourself and your role at the White Horse? Yeah, so I'm the head chef here. I've been head chef for five years, but I've actually been in the company for, I think this is my 17th year. Wow. So quite invested in ACI, I'd say. Um, (laughs) Yeah, great company to work for. Um, Came here from sort of America 
after doing um, a bit of like work experience and yeah, oh, wow. been here ever since. So. Fabulous. So it's a very difficult place to leave, I imagine. Yeah, yeah, definitely, yeah. <laughs> uh, were, you from, were you from Norfolk originally? No, it's Bamford, Lincolnshire. Ah, okay, okay. okay. And, um... Not too far. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's still, still sort of East Anglia way, isn't it? Yeah, the, yeah. The flat country. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and Rob, can you, could you introduce yourself to our listeners at all? Yeah, so um, I'm Rob, uh, Norfolk born and bred, uh, yeah. worked along this coastline for the last 15 years, wow. uh, been at the White Horse now for six years and general manager for five years and yeah. just kind of resonate with Fran, it's a fantastic company to work for. You know, you've, you've both been and seen the view and, Absolutely. you know, how can you peel yourself away from that? <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely, yeah. I mean, it's something you, I know I'd never get tired of it. It can't be hard going into work every day. <laughs> it's amazing, like no, no day's the same. Sometimes the tide's in and the sun, you know, the sun's glaring. Sometimes it's misty, the tide's out. You know, every time you look out that window, it's different and it's just, it, it takes the breath away every time you come in and see it. Yeah, yeah, yeah I can completely understand that. Um, well, this episode um, is all about summer and Norfolk and um, particularly al fresco dining. So uh, we're just wondering if really you could sort of tell us um, about the al fresco options you have at the White Horse. Yeah, so um, I'm not sure if you've seen any of the stuff on social, but yeah. um, we opened up Marseille Bath last year. Yeah. Um, obviously, the pandemic hit um, and we all kind of clubbed together. It's like, right, what are we going to do with what we're going to do. Mm. Um, uh, so we had a shipping container um, delivered before lockdown. We was going to do um, like a pop-up seafood kiosk at weekends. Okay. Yeah. Um, and it, it kind of evolved from that really. So it's like, right, you've got 50% of your tables inside, 50% of your tables from the courtyard. What are we going to do? We've got to store them somewhere. So we kind of got together and come up with a plan and that we're going to put it on the, on the bottom of the car park and um, it, it's ex- escalated from there. So what we've got there now is um, we've got Clear Roof Marquee, which obviously takes in the stunning vista looking across the Scotthead Island. Oh, yeah, wow. yeah, beautiful. Which is beautiful. So yeah. Clear Roof, Clear Sides. On a beautiful day, you can have the sides up and really taking that outside in. Um, with AstroTurf out, out the front of the, the pop-up ship containers mm-hmm. um, and extended to deck along, so you can actually sit, sit at a bar legally and, and overlook <laughs> the marshes. Um, that, that's selling, um, we're serving kind of the finest finest local seafood there. You can see the fishermen collecting the oysters. Oh. You know, we go out there foraging sometimes. We've got um, one of the locals, he um, he's actually a forager by trade, so he goes and collects sample. So sometimes you'll be able to see him picking the sample and bringing it, bringing oh, it in. Oh, lovely. We're literally 100 yards from uh, Thomas Large, you know, just down, just down the road from yeah, us. Yeah, yeah. Um, you know, really kind of singing that, that provenance. We've got Stage Smokehouse, which is France as well. I'm sure she'll probably talk about <laughs> shortly, which is which is on our premises. They, they uh, her and her husband, Phil, smoke um, beautiful salmon. It's, it's, it's amazing. Um, so that's the Marside Bar. Um, and then we've got the, the Terrace, which we've always had. Um, we've obviously had to take some tables off there, but yeah. we've, we've got some beautiful parasols, so we can, uh, we can weatherproof that. And that serves... Our a la carte menu from the, the main kitchen. Um, and obviously we've got our beautiful sun-filled um, walled courtyard at the front of the building with amazing parasols and heaters, which are which are great at the moment because it is quite cold in the evenings. Yeah. But, um, 
variety of options there. Wow, yeah, I mean, yeah, it, seem, it seems like you have got um, al fresco dining um, absolutely nailed, to be honest with you. And, I mean, you mentioned a few of the advantages of di- dining outside, obviously things like the views, especially from um, uh, from Marsh side and that sort of thing. Um, and do you, on, in the evening, can you see the stars and that kind of thing? So you mentioned the clear roof and obviously, the you know, Norfolk's famous for its big, big dark skies. Is that quite a spectacle? Oh, yeah, it's, it's amazing. Obviously, there's not a, a massive amount of light pollution in mm-hmm. yeah. the day. So yeah. You can take in that nighttime vista as well. You can you can see um, from the terrace and from um, obviously the Marshite Bar the uh, the wind turbines. Obviously, those lights are kind of flashing in unison mm. in the evening, which is actually quite nice as well. Yeah. Um, and what from your sort of point of view? Um, I mean, what are the other advantages of dining? I mean, obviously, we're allowed to do it. <laughs> so so that's a real bonus but I imagine this is popular you know all summer long so I, th- I think it's like you know it makes people feel quite relaxed out there I think you know obviously we get a lot of tourists um, and things like that and obviously people want to come have some nice you know great food some really nice you know drinks and just sort of relax and take in that view and I think it's quite tranquil um, rather than just sitting inside I think we've always been sort of an al fresco when, when we can really good to hear friend. I mean like you say I mean uh, the, the views are a, a huge asset to your location there on uh, in Brancaster State aren't they um, and even inside the restaurant um, you've got that fabulous kind of the panoramic window so um, I remember dining in there and having breakfast when we've stayed at the White Horse and that sort of thing and you can see out and enjoy all the views even from inside the restaurant so it's it's just such a brilliant location to make the most of isn't it? And I think, you know, the offer down in the marsh, but we, like Rob said, we, we showcase, you know, as much local produce as we can. And it's all about simplicity and just, you know, just that, you know, whether it be just the lobster fries and salad or, you know, um, like Rob said with the salmon and things like that. Just, just simple food done really, really well. And, yeah, just people enjoying it, enjoying it really. Definitely. Absolutely fabulous. And as I've seen some images. I'm looking forward to getting down there myself. But you've you've um, enhanced it even more, haven't you? Like you said, so you you've sort of cordoned it off with planters, haven't you? And you have got obviously the bar area. Um, have there been any further challenges in setting up that um, al fresco area? Um, I think one of the biggest things is trying to trying to keep the stakeholders happy. The and the biggest one of the big stakeholders, obviously the customers, but also the local community. Oh, yeah. Um, one of the issues we've got at the moment is, you know, when it does get busy, the parking on the roadside. Okay, yeah. Um, so we're trying to work alongside the local parish um, to come up with a solution. We um, we currently rented some car parking spaces off the um, the village hall. Oh, um, okay, yeah. All of our staff, because obviously we have, we do have a big team. Mm. Um, we get our staff to park down there to kind of alleviate that pressure on the car park and, and on the roadside. Um, and we spoke speaking to local parishes and um, the, the councillors to see if there's anything further that we can do to kind of alleviate that pressure. Mm. Yeah. Um, that's yeah. the biggest, for us at the moment, that's one of the biggest challenges. Okay. And, uh, and I see some people arrived from the marshes themselves, didn't they? They're down paddleboards. <laughs> oh, yes. Yeah. Yeah. 
take some pictures for you in return yeah. for the perk of doing it that's but that is living the dream isn't it really paddle paddle boarding up to the marshside bar and then i saw some pictures on social media of them enjoying one of your fabulous marshside breakfasts yeah that, that's really taken off actually it's um yeah really busy it's great to be able to give the offering still um and we wanted to do something different so we thought you know the muffin idea would be be nice What's included in the um, amazing White Horse Seafood Platter? Yeah, so we've got um, a lovely um, lobster from Billy Ward in Wales. We have Kramer crabs. We've got the steak steak has salmon and shell and prawns, pickled cockles, Brancaster wow. um, oysters, um, smoked mackerel, prawnfish, uh, prawn and crayfish cocktail. My um, then it comes with bread and salad. Um, what else we got on wow. there? Beautiful. Yeah, sourdough. Oh, uh, yeah. Wow. And how many people does that serve, Fran? Um, we send two, really. I mean, you can do more. Depends. <laughs> <Crikey>. <laughs> yeah, it depends how hungry you are. And... Yeah, do you have to share it? <laughs> um, no. <laughs> Andrew's asking for a friend. <laughs> wow, that is amazing. What an unbelievable um, spread of seafood. And I love the fact that the, it's all local and locally produced. And even like you mentioned there, some of it's very locally smoked yeah absolutely yeah <laughs> <laughs> by your husband phil um that rob yeah. mentioned is down at the stage smokehouse just behind the white horse yeah just in the um just in the car park so right next to the marsh bar so you can sort of smell the smokers going while you're sat there as well so. oh, wow. oh fabulous so you could actually enjoy a seafood platter or a seafood treat in the marshside bar and then take some away to cook at home as well on the way out yeah Absolutely, absolutely. <laughs> Marvellous. Gosh, you're going to be inundated by seafood fans and fish fish fans. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, I mean, we, we get such good feedback from the platters. It's, you know, it's great and it's, it's really nice that we can actually, you know, share all that with, with the customers. So That's yeah. amazing. And uh, I, see from, I see from some of the images, you're using um, different cutlery and plates down at the marsh side, are you? Yeah, so obviously one of the challenges Yeah, I think it adds to adds to the whole experience, really. 
the whole um the requirement to book well understandable it does remove that element of spontaneity mm. which is is such a nice thing and especially if say for example you're walking up on the coast or you've gone out for a, uh, a day trip out to the coast and you feel you know you find yourself in need of um a bit of nourishment after a long walk then yes. yeah if you haven't booked in advance it can be really really difficult um and again yeah absolutely for for venues such as yourselves if it's going to be um, bad with. I mean, most people can cope with a bit of cold. Obviously, you can. You've got heaters, and you can throw extra layers on, or a blanket, or something. But if it's absolutely chucking it down, um, and you've booked to go out that day, <laughs> you also feel bad if you're cancelling because of the weather. So yeah. it it does remove that element of relaxation and spontaneity. Pam, now Pam mentioned to me, um, obviously you know Pam very well, a PR and marketing guru for uh, Anglian country inns. <laughs> um, so she, you, you just mentioned there's a sort of self, it's a, a new self-contained kitchen down at Marshside, is it? Yeah, so, so last year we just had sort of the one container and um, it was so successful and we wanted to extend the offering because everything, um, I mean it still is sort of 90% sort of cold food down there. Mm-hmm. But we wanted to be able to have the opportunity to um, serve, you know, some specials and things like that. So, yeah, we added on another um, sort of container and we've got a Rabat grill in there and, um, yeah, just a bit of a bigger space so we can, you know, have, have more chefs down there. Um, and, you know, we were doing sort of lobster barbecues the year before and all our events and stuff always happened down in the marsh side. Yeah. So we wanted to sort of bring that all together. So be able to do that we needed to to extend so yeah that's what we've done this time around um and yeah it's in you know it's, it work it's working well, yeah. yeah it's working well and in the winter like just before we closed down um in december we obviously have muscles on yeah. um so we only had electric down there beforehand now we've got gas um mm-hmm. so that's helped us out a bit so obviously when it comes to the winter time again and the muscle season um for us we'll be um yeah we'll be more equipped to be able to give a better better offering down there in the in the winter time. So, Brilliant. Yeah. Oh, that's good. I think I think um it would be really nice actually if in this country we can move towards uh, a kind of 
a culture that's accepting of alfresco dining all year round because like you say i ended up eating outside um somewhere in uh in norwich in december and it's not something you'd normally do but obviously circumstances sort of forced us to but actually it was so lovely and enjoyable and as long as you wear the right clothes and um you know if they've got some heating provision it helps then it's just just as nice as eating inside yeah we had we had the um big heater in the market and it was great and it was really popular and we, we you know we were busy in the winter um with with the mussels as well so we offered sort of three or four different flavors and sort of did that kind of thing and yeah it, it was great fabulous know, people loved it I have a question. Um, apologies if it's a really silly question, but it's it's for fun. It's about mussels. Now, can you yeah. clear something up for me about mussel season? I remember hearing I something. Season, <laughs> I'm going to say, is it something to do with an R in the month? Enlighten no, me. Think, you know, maybe sort of years ago, there may have been something that, that kind of was because of the weather and the way the fishermen seeded and things like that. But, you know, we know that, you know, there's the, the mussel pod down the road and they... Um, do mussels all year round and that's all to do with the way that Tom sort of uh, seeds his mussels and um, you know he, he grows his all year round mm-hmm. yeah. uh, we probably would serve them all year round but for us you know it's too busy Okay. Um, you know there's a lot of prep work involved and and things like that so no I think you know, there's a lot of people that say oh they're not in season but you know I think these days you know people like I say Tom seeds his mussels all year round so at different stages, they're, they're ready at different times of the year. Mm-hmm. Um, at the minute, they're not doing them because they spawn. Um, but give it another month or so, and they'll be back up and running uh, mm. with their muscles. So Fabulous. You can definitely get them all year round. It's just uh, whether people want to serve them. <laughs> <laughs> fair enough, fair enough. So what, um, what's in season at the moment that we could get on your menu? Um, so we lobsters are just starting, you know, with just starting to put lobsters back on they're sort of slowly um getting more available crabs um yeah wild garlic what else have we got uh, mm. sea beet sea purslane sea aster all off the marshes lovely um, asparagus. asparagus yeah that's just starting to come we've got english asparagus just come on but um the norfolk stuff will be it's slowly getting there but um uh for the quantity we need at the moment that'll be another week or so uh, but it's it's um, it's definitely available now. And they're, oh, they're got... and they're North Sea lobsters and uh, and Chroma crab, are they? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So Billy Ward is our main lobster supplier. He's Wales based. Um, Goes up to watch, don't he? Yeah, and, and uh-huh. CAC boots for the crabs. Cool. And um, so, what's the most popular dish with you, with your diners at present? Scallops, lobsters, seafood platter. I'd say. Yeah. Yeah. Ah, nice. Yeah. Andrew's been highlighting his, he's highlighted, literally, he's literally put an yeah, asterisk well. next to the items he wants to get next time we come along. <laughs> Andrew, why don't you tell, tell Fran the bits that have caught your eye off the menu? Well, I'm, start, I'm starting with breakfast, which is obviously the Stave <laughs> Smokehouse Salmon. Yeah. <laughs> Toasted muffin, that's got to be the one. Uh, and then, well, it's got to be the dress chroma crab and the seafood platter. Both. <laughs> Probably not both, <laughs> both. but... I don't think you'd need an extra crab by the sounds of the size of the platter. And I was interested, uh, you, do you do desserts down at the marsh side? Yeah, so we um, do like some little pots. So at the minute we've got a millionaire's chocolate pot Ooh. and a rhubarb um, eat a mess. 
Ooh. Oh, yeah. um, we also offer um, Dan's ice cream, which is based in Norwich, so oh, we do yeah. a little tub down there oh, uh, okay. for kids or adults. Um, yeah, so we do we do have a dessert offering down there. Oh, cool. Fabulous. And um, um, I saw, which I was very interested in, was the tiramisu, and it was the the shoe bun. Yeah, was that right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah so it's just um, yeah, shoe bun with a coffee uh, cremo, and then a uh, mascarpone mix. Um, it's got some hazelnuts in there, some cocoa nib, mm. and that's uh, with a hot, cho- uh, hot chocolate coffee sauce. Oh, you're making me feel so hungry. Wow. <laughs> it is delicious. It is fantastic. Oh, oh. And, um, uh, Rob, are you, are you doing a takeaway menu as well? Yes, we, we've got a takeaway menu. Obviously, one thing that, that we found um, certainly last year in December yeah. was there were still people that were still cautious about coming out, but they still wanted to come on holiday. So they, they come up in their holiday homes, but they didn't want to eat out in the premises. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so we've got we've reduced our menu, um, all that's available to takeaway. So you can get lovely crispy squid, you can get our beautiful fish and chips with a white horse condiments, our white horse burger, mm. um, just kind of dishes that, that traditionally you would want to take away, but it's done really, really, really well. Nice, yeah, yeah. nice. I yeah. love that. That's fantastic. So it's been quite a lot of uh, adaption, hasn't there? To the to the menu and um, and in the kitchen and for yourselves, um, sort of out front of house as well, hasn't there? Absolutely, yeah. We've got we've got a fantastic team. Um, you know the changes, the, the government restrictions, and the changes and the new um, the new rules. You know they change. They almost change weekly, and the yeah. guys pick them up so well, um, and they deliver it in such a such a way that it doesn't feel like it's a restriction for the guests. Um, you know, we've kind of got guidelines that we need to um, adhere to, but, you know, we're hospitality people at heart. You know, we want to make people happy. We're, we're not police officers. Yeah. You know, we want people to have a great time. Um, and so they have had to adapt, and, you know, our whole business has had to adapt. You know, we've, we've, we've yeah. lost 50% of our capacity um, and spread it across, you know, our whole, you know, our car park. Um, and, yeah, we've diversified. We've had to diversify all. You know, who knows what could have happened. Yep. Indeed, yeah, yeah, absolutely. It is amazing to see how you guys have overcome the challenges um, and you've adopted this, by virtue of that, adopted a sort of a, a more alfresco dining model, which I'm sure is going to be, you know, even more successful as we as we move into summer, basically. So. <laughs> Fingers crossed. Anyway, I don't think you'll have much to worry about, Rob. To be honest, from the sounds of it, um, even if it's just Andrew every day. Um, so, Finally, um, being a podcast about summer in Norfolk, um, uh, we'll start with you first, Rob. We want to know your favourite Norfolk places and things to do in the summer in Norfolk. Well, you can go first if you're ready to go front. You can go first. It's fine. <laughs> well, I think, I think we would probably both say the same sort of thing. Cause, you know, I think we're so spoiled here yeah. that. There is a lot of good food places along the coast. We we all work well together. We all offer something different. So it's never, um, you know, it's never competition mm-hmm. for yeah. us. You know, and I think, yeah, I think everyone's doing their own thing. So it's, it's I don't know, it'd be very hard to pinpoint somewhere um, to sort of go and eat. I think like the Duck, number 29, uh, where it's Socius. Yeah, it's actually the best. You know, Thorn yeah. Deli. Um, the Lodge. Yeah, the large, you know, we're blessed with, with loads of great places. 
We are indeed, um, yeah. And I think, like, as far as sort of going out in Northern, I think it's really great how, um, you know, farmers markets and things like that are starting to open again. You know, Creek Abbey, yeah. um, yep. I think Holcomb, um, they, they're probably doing their wool garden one again this year. Oh, um, and, and places like that, yeah, it's, it's exciting to get that going again because, you know, we'll be doing cooking demos there and sort of getting involved with the community, like Rob said. And, yeah, that's the exciting part. You know, watching things open up again around us, you know, that would be great. Before we go then, um, so I guess from both of you, one th- if you can, again, putting you on the spot here, one thing you are looking forward to this summer in Norfolk? Uh, me being able to go out and enjoy some good food. You know, it's been a long time since yeah. we've, that we've been able to go out and enjoy, you know, other places around us. So for me, yeah, go, go and find a different beer garden. someone else do the cooking as well I imagine (laughs) what about you Rob one of the things that I really love about North Norfolk is the colours you know Mm. at the moment there's rapeseed everywhere Mm. Um, Heacham Lavender that's absolutely stunning Um, you know all the lavender in bloom and then just down the road in in, um, Smethsham obviously you get the poppy fields as well just seeing the kind of colours come back and I think that, that that coincides with people coming back and the businesses coming back and you know the kind of happiness coming back into into people's lives mm. yeah oh that's a yeah, lovely sentiment yeah. definitely something we all need I, I think like the weekend just gone you know we were busy and there was a real good sort of buzz around like people you know the atmosphere was great you know people were you know people were happy enjoying themselves and yeah it was just a really nice sort of feel again it was almost normal if you can say mm. normal you know Definitely. Long may it continue, definitely. It's the tonic we all need, I think, after the last sort of 18 months. Yeah. And do do you always guarantee a fantastic sunset at the White Horse? We try, but we can never guarantee. (laughs) (laughs) It normally comes as standard, though, I think. I I shouldn't imagine there are too many bad ones. Oh, well, listen, guys, thank you so much for your time today. Um, We can't wait to get up there soon and enjoy some of your amazing fare. Hopefully, um, al fresco with sunset thrown in. Um, (laughs) (laughs) uh, Take care of yourselves and um, we hope you have a brilliant summer. Thanks for having me. Look forward to seeing you soon. Cheers. Cheers. Thanks. Bye. 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 Well, we hope that has been food for thought. Mm. <laughs> Listeners, um, thank you for uh, joining us in this episode all about alfresco dining. We hope it's uh, whet your appetite and giving you some ideas of places to eat out in Norfolk uh, this summer. Yeah. Certainly given us a big to-do list yeah, no, <laughs> or just... to, to eat list. Yeah. <laughs> Whether you're taking some homemade picnic yourself yeah. or you're going to experience some... Um, uh, some street food or some lovely restaurants. Yeah, yeah, you can't beat it. Alfresco, we are big fans of Alfresco dining here. And I think Norfolk yeah. in particular 
lends itself to that form of dining just because you only have to look around you and it is massively enhanced by the views and the scenery yeah. and the atmosphere and that's pretty whether as we were talking about before whether you're eating in the city center or town center whether you're eating in the broads or the countryside or at the coast yeah we're spoiled and spoiled for choice yeah Perfect. and there's so many nice places to eat and so much good food so you know you may as well take advantage yeah, get out there and um yeah and um, support some of these businesses yeah as well, absolutely which is good absolutely so uh, if you have uh, enjoyed uh, or been uh, motivated by today's episode then do let us know we're always interested to hear your feedback you can contact us uh, in the usual way through the website enjoyingnorfolk.co.uk or via Instagram, Twitter or Facebook yeah. at Enjoying Norfolk we're always delighted to hear from you and we, are, um, yeah. we love as long as you don't mind we may, we may well read out your comments on a future episode <laughs> Uh, if you have enjoyed hearing us today, then do subscribe to the podcast and maybe leave a review wherever you downloaded it from. That yep. would be absolutely wonderful. Um, we hope you stay well and we look forward to speaking with you again soon. Yep. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.